0: Warning: The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive.
1: Hello, yes, Dan Arjan. Uh, Dan Arden has been stunning. It is via the internet to tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast.
0: It's Friday. The sun's out it's hot as fuck you know what that means it's the untitled wrestling podcast and our review of nxt uk god it is warm i literally feel like an ant under a magnifying glass set next to this window
1: (laughs) no i've had to close the curtains because the sun's like beating back well as you as you can see the sun's like beating right behind me and i was just like roasting like (laughs)
0: Like a halo of light other than that how you doing
1: i'm all good i'm all good awesome Another good episode of NXT UK. Indeed. In the books.
0: Indeed. Uh, before we talk about NXT UK, uh, a couple of bits. The usual social medias and whatnot. Uh, if you want to let us know what you thought of this week's episode, give us a shout on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod, on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to chat a little bit more in depth about it, join us on our Discord channel at Untitled Rest Pod. Second port of call. I've got some tidbits. Woo! Ooh. As a, as as some big birthdays today. Some big fucking birthdays.
1: I've seen. I've seen one knocking about on Twitter. Yeah. And well, I've, I've seen another tidbit that Uran's posted on the old.
0: Has he now? I've not seen spider. that so. So you can you can say that one. I'll come in with some birthdays, and we'll give some tidbits. We don't do this on NXT UK, but there was a couple of standout birthdays today, so I thought it'd be rude not to.
1: Yeah, one of my favourites birthdays. So, <laughs> all good. Uh,
0: Sunday, April twenty third, nineteen forty four. Tony Atlas was born
1: uh yes, we've
0: also got uh where are we there's there's quite a few uh thursday april the 23rd 1987 donovan dijak better known as dominic dijakovic
1: was born it's yeah
0: oh, or T-ball. yeah well there's that <laughs> um <laughs> um who else who else which one shall i do last i know who i'll do last also today 1977, April the 23rd, John Cena was born. Du,
1: du, du, du. <laughs> and I last... didn't see that one. Like, oh. genuinely didn't see that one. Oh, okay. Um, when I was looking at birthdays, then.
0: That's, that's because there was a more important one. On this day, yeah. April the 23rd, 1984, our favourite, Moose, was born.
1: Moose, there's one you've missed out there as well.
0: Oh, come on. Who is it? It wasn't Bubba the Love Sponge, because he's on there. i no, no. purposely not said that.
1: It, it's quite a good one. <laughs> Um, oh, go on. Your role model and mine. Everyone's favorite dentist, Britt Baker.
0: Oh, yes, it is on there. I didn't see it. Happy yeah. birthday, Britt Baker.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. The new number one contender to the AW Women's Championship. Come on, Britt.
0: Come on, Britt. Indeed. Uh, and we'll do a quick pay-per-view throwback. We'll go to 2017. Uh, it was a Sunday, and the pay-per-view was Progress, Chapter 47. Complicated Ooh. Simplicity, it was called uh matches included uh, this was at the electric ballroom in london which if you're not aware of it is an excellent venue um james drake defeated eddie dennis laura de mateo defeated alex windsor flash morgan webster defeated mike bird tk cooper and travis banks defeated james davis and rob lynch mark andrews drew against mark haskins jack sexsmith defeated paul robinson and in the main event for the Progress Tag Team Championships, Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate, the big strong boys, defeated Alex Dieter Jr., Timothy Thatcher and Walter at the time known oh. as Ring Camp. Oh, oh. Ring Camp versus British Strong Style. Like, mate, oh. mate. Need to go and watch that. that sounds superb.
1: Do, do that in WWE, please. Ring yes. British strong style, yes, now. please, and thank you. <laughs> uh, also, also, if you if we're gonna do this, uh, Uran's posted on Twitter that what is largely considered the greatest match ever to air on Raw was aired on uh, the 23rd of April 2007. Um, it was in the O2 in London and it was Shawn Michaels versus John Cena going oh, an hour, yeah. Shawn Michaels finally Christ. beat Cena.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I didn't realise that was like now, like this this time.
1: Yeah. But yeah. And if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Randy Orton being a dickhead, um, that wouldn't have gone an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolute classic. Definitely one to to go back and have a watch uh at some point. And if uh you're listening and you haven't seen it, strongly advise go back and watch that. Uh anyway, we're here to talk about NXT UK. Another great episode. Let's get straight into it. Um, We open with Joe Coffey against Eddie Dennis. Uh, We were told this is happening last week from their interaction on the Supernova sessions. Um, There was a bit of confrontation there. Um, Yeah, decent match. We haven't seen Eddie Dennis in the ring for quite some time. Uh, And certainly Joe Coffey not since his defeat to Rampage about a month ago, maybe. maybe Yeah, they were
1: playing up the fact that his hand was like, Still not 100% from that match. Obviously, yeah. he was saying he'd like broken his hand and didn't. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, yeah, good good to see Eddie Dennis about for sure. Um, but, yeah, this match, um, Coffee instantly overpowers Dennis, pounces him out of the ring, um, hits a few forearm stuff. I think he bounces him into the steps on the outside uh, and then quickly gets him back into the ring. Uh, Dennis, at one point, shouts at him, this is wrestling, not boxing.
1: Uh, he, he keeps shouting at it, doesn't he? Like- it's quite amazing, yeah. <laughs> he gets a hold at one point. He's just screaming at him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Dennis then uses his like kind of more technical, like judo based skills, which they keep mentioning on commentary. There's kind of clash of styles between the two. Uh, coffee is a bit more of a kind of um, hard hitter, rough and ready kind of like uh, boxing uh, style. And Dennis is a lot more technical, like mat based um, and then demonstrates this by kind of using it to take control of coffee and, um, Coffee then escapes from uh, a cravat that Eddie Dennis has seems to have him in for quite a while, um, and follows out with a body slam. However, Dennis downs him again uh, when he scouts the Glasgow send-off in the corner. Uh, Dennis then catches Coffee, uh, hits a swinging sidewall slam, which looked pretty cool. Uh, both men then trade some heavy strikes uh, in the middle of the ring before Coffee downs Dennis with a belly to belly. Pace then picks up a little bit. Uh, Coffee coming back and forth off the ropes. Um, I think he has a forearm, like a diving forearm or something, or a shoulder tackle. Gets a two count off that. Dennis then catches Coffee in the corner as he leaps up to the second rope, which allows him to hit the splash mountain seven bridge. Gets a two count. Uh, Dennis then goes for the next stop driver. Coffee manages to turn that around, gets him up onto his shoulder, and then hits a spine buster uh, and locks him up into the Boston Crab. Uh, when it looked like Dennis was possibly about to tap, we then get T-Bone and Primate distracting him on either side of the ring. They get up on the apron, which allows Dennis to break out of the Boston crowd. The way he
1: shot that was really clever. So, yeah. like, you could see Dennis, and it looked like originally he was trying to tap, but then you could see him looking at somebody and shouting yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. You see T-Bone appears, like, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's really good.
0: Um yeah, so they get up on there. They cause a distraction. Coffee then manages to hit a, a deadlift German on Dennis. Gallus then come down, or rather than the remaining members of Gallus, um, Mark and uh, Wolfgang come down, to attack t and Prime out on the outside. Uh, Coffey then hits the springboard crossbody. Uh, the Glasgow send-off and best for the Bills, best for the Bells, in quick succession uh, to pick up the win. Um, immediately after the Bell's gone, uh, Gallus and the Hunt 2.0 continue to brawl. Um, which we said the other week is probably going to lead to a six-man tag, which actually they announced later on in the show. I think is going to happen.
1: I, I think it'll end up leading to like, ODQ, like a no DQ, like another street fight because yeah, yeah, the one they had. Well, with the last is- one was awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel like that it it seems like the logical thing, especially with Gallus being like builds like these sort of like street brawlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense to actually have them in a street fight. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, it was cool. Uh, I enjoyed this match. Um, As -hmm. I said at the start, it was good to see Eddie Dennis back in the ring. Um, I still don't really get Joe Coffey. It's just not my bag, but this was a decent
1: match. I'm not a big fan of Gallus in general, just a bit. They're, They're like, when you go to a pub and there's like those, like just dead loud lads in the corner who are just pissing you off when you're trying to like, you're trying to have a conversation with your mates and you can't hear them because there's some dickheads four tables over. <laughs> that's dead loud. Yeah, that's yeah. what they are. And it's just like, oh, fuck off.
0: <laughs> just loud, abrasive gobshites. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: um, after this match, we then get a little video package of Ilya Dragunov looking back over his past matches uh, and all the times he's kind of snapped it was all sort of shot in like a bit of a black and white thing and it was him reacting to every time that he got slapped in the back of the neck. It was kind of like this weird like therapy session that he was putting himself through. Um, but then we didn't really see anything after that. It was just him kind of watching I love the way
1: that this was shot though.
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: It was um, cool. And I'd like the kind of um, like when they had like that filter on that they've used most recently. The thing I've seen it in is like WandaVision where it's like yeah, an, an old school TV on another TV on another TV to give yeah, it like yeah, that yeah. layer like effect. rain
0: like blur. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, really cool.
0: Yeah, it was um, cool. Um, be interesting to see where they're going with this. Like, whether he continues to just be kind of like this madman that snaps or whether he manages to kind of rein it back in or what. Like, it'll be interesting. It'll be cool. Um, I think he's, he's going to
1: probably end up trying to harness it, isn't he? Yeah. The way he the way the kind of teased it, where he's watching it to see, to see where it's like he's snapping and then it's like, Oh, I see what you mean. Because in yeah, the Gradwell yeah. match, he kind of like got to the point where he allowed himself to to like be put in that t- situation. Yeah. like yeah. He was opening up himself up to get into that situation where he snaps. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That'd be cool. Like he's, he's a really interesting character. I always enjoy seeing him on screen, whether it's in a match, in a promo, or even just these little video packages. Um, yeah. So I'm sure anything they do with it past this will be awesome and really entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, we then see uh, the Gallus boys backstage celebrating. Um, Coffee walks past an office the room that Rampage then comes out of. Um, it just says, "I saw your match against Walter. Like, good stuff. Well done. Remember, you owe me a rematch." Uh, and that was kind of it. So we're going to get a rematch later down the line, um, which I'm not against as much as I say. I don't really get Joe Coffee. Him and Rampage's match a couple of weeks ago was really good. Really fun.
1: As long as Rampage wins, because I feel yeah. like yeah, I feel like they can. He can do a lot with having like Walter beaten and being like the only blemish on Rampage's record. Mm. Yeah. Um for the time being. I don't I don't think they should really have him have him like all, almost beat Walter and then lose to Joe Coffey. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: just,
1: just kind Dave of Brianham. yeah. I don't want him to do that. Yeah. Um
0: Speaking of people's momentum derailed, oh, Oh, didn't see this coming.
1: (laughs) I didn't. I was really surprised, but it was quite a fun match.
0: Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Again, another match that was teased last week off the back of a little um, kind of of out-of-ring interaction, Dave Mastiff against Sam Gradwell. uh, They had quite a funny um, little skit last week where Gradwell was approaching the gym. Uh, Mastiff was on the other side of the door. The door was locked. Um, What did he call him again? I can't remember. Oldman Dibby. Divvy, it's just like, get out of it, you Divvy. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it was hilarious. So this has obviously led to the match for this week, uh, which, like I say, good match. Uh, unexpected result, however. Um, right from the off, uh, massive overpowers Gradwell, which I think everyone expected. Uh, clear size, advantage, and strength. Um, they then, for some reason, call each other yogurts, because that's still a thing. Um, massive then hits a couple of uh, rolling sentons, gets two count of that. Uh, he then hits a rolling fireman's carry, goes to follow up with another on. Gradwell manages to get his knees up. He's got a knee brace on from a, a previous injury and then that sort of plays into the match, the fact that he's started to work over the back. Um, hits repeated stomps and forearms, continue to grow massive down. Massive response to Gradwell, calling him a yoghurt with a headbutt and a diving cross body, gets a two count. Um, he then follows up that with a huge clothesline, Gradwell calls to the corner, Massive runs into the opposite one, sets up for his uh, like corner cannonball finisher. What's that called again? Is it the black hole or it, something?
1: Um, oh, shit. I can't remember. Oh, no, Into the Void. Into the Void, that's, that's it. it.
0: Yeah, sets up in the other corner for Into the Void. And normally when he does that, he sort of runs, bounces himself back off the corner turnbuckle, but playing into mm-hmm. the fact that Gradwell hit him with the knees, with the, with the brace on from earlier, um, tweaks his back and isn't able to to finish that. Yeah. Um, which then allowed Gradwell to sort of get back into the match a little bit, create some uh, separation. Uh, managed to get Mastiff up onto his shoulders, which was surprising. Like you held Gradwell's him there for a
1: while, didn't st- it?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like he's a strong guy, like he's well built, but like Mastiff's a beast, and he got him up there, and he held him up there for a good old while, uh, and then delivered. Was it, it was sort of like a Falcon's arrow
1: kind of slam. It like- was. It was the cradle shock, which is like a modified Michinoku driver.
0: Ah, oh, that's it. Sorry, Mitch, I always get the Michinoku driver in a Falcon's era confused. As does Michael Cole, apparently. So I was going to say, so does,
1: Mike, so does Michael Cole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, slams him with that and picks up, for me, a very unexpected victory. But I say unexpected. It, he's been getting a of a lot of TV time and promo time, so it was about time, I suppose, he got something. He's
1: been used as kind of like the guy to... Put on a good match with people, but yeah. eventually lose to them. Like, he's yeah. obviously, um, he had that match with base, he had the match with it, the, the feud with Ilia yeah, um, and um, Nathan Fraser as well. So, he, yeah, yeah, he's he's always been around, like, but he's not he's not got that decisive win. I feel like this might be the start, this could up, be the start like, or something, yeah, maybe maybe get him involved with them. Um, the what's it called? the Heritage Cup pitcher once Tyler has in match with yeah, Aikid.
0: Yeah. Not a bad shot. But yeah, decent match. Um yeah. and, and kind of cool actually to see Gradwell pick up a little bit of momentum off this. Uh Massa's always booked fairly strong. I don't think this victory hurts him too much. So
1: yeah. Yeah, I think, I think with the with like Gradwell using the knee brace to kind of
0: Yeah, to protect him a little bit there.
1: Yeah, his advantage. It did it did protect Mastiff. Mastiff's not there. Like that's the thing, whatever Dave Mastiff does lose, other than the match with Rampage where Rampage has flattened him. Yeah. Um, because you're not kicking out with the Doctor Bomb. Never. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you Balter. Um o- other than that, like Mastiff, when he does lose, it's usually like just by by the heel <laughs> taking advantage or by like like when Tyler Bate beaten and it was Yeah. It was Tyler like outsmarted him. It's yeah. it's never that's it. It's never just clean as anything. It's always there's always a bit of a question mark there. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, moving on, we then get a video package uh, for Eva Valkyrie. Um, basically, a bit of hype for a match next week against Mika Satomura. Um, this is quite well shot actually. They show little bits of her, kind of in her her ring get up with the feathers and stuff like that. But then had her in civilian clothes, if you like, and kind of walking about some rooftops and it was in big buildings in the background. I think it was filmed in London. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was really nicely shot, a really nice little video package. Um, yeah, like I say, just a bit of a hype um, for next week. Not too much more to very, take away from it, but it was very cool.
1: excited for that much Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like I said, really good. Yeah,
0: that Valkyrie's not lost at all. Like they've they've booked her incredibly She's undefeated, Yeah, yeah. So um, this yeah this will be really really good. Um, and I imagine Valkyrie's probably going over in that, and will be Katie Ray's next contender i'd imagine th- i'd be surprised think, if she wasn't
1: yeah i think you need to start doing a little bit of building towards uh over dublin yeah and yeah. this this sets like the wheels in motion for that yeah definitely. Um, i mean that th- i don't i don't know like how long is it because there's there's obviously stuff getting rearranged now around mm. that time and so a, there's the pet the the potential that it could get delayed again but yeah. I feel like if that if it does, they should just do a takeover in BT Sports Studios and
0: yeah. yeah, give us what
1: we want. That's it.
0: <laughs> Speaking of give us what we want and number one's t- uh, contenders for the women's title, we then get a Millie McKenzie video package, stroke sort of interview. Um, they this is a thing that they do commonly in NXT UK where they will have them kind of come in, have a match. And then they'll get a bit of a video package, a little bit more backstory about them the following week. Although she's already been on NXT UK TV previously, considering this is a, a soft reboot, if you like, it's the first time we've seen her kind of since the, the restart.
1: Yeah. One one thing I noticed they've done, I think they started doing it last week, but I noticed it more this week with these like, vid, like these promo shot like that. Cause there was a couple shot like this where they'd have like the entrance music playing behind them as they were talking, which was a little, could get a little bit distracted. Yeah, I thought that. But I was just yeah. like, like there's one lady, especially where I was like, oh, no, all right, calm down. <laughs> um, and there was like the Ginny one the week before where they had Ginny's music like blasting. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Ginny's music, brilliant, but I don't need to hear it when don't she's to hear it. Trying a to... really good promo. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't distract away from it. We can hear that music when she comes down to the ring the following week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Ginny, the next match we get is Danny Luna versus Ginny. Um, again, they, something they tease you the week, something, I think they, I think they'd announced this match last week as well. Yeah. They did. Um, Ginny cut a little video package like promo, um, where she just called her out basically and said she would be another fashion victim. Um, Danny comes out and just shows off her power right from the off clear size and strength advantage. Um. Ginny, however, manages to fire her up with a slap to the face uh, and then a forearm to the back of the neck, which allows her to gain an early control in the match. Uh, so, yeah, after that, uh, Ginny locks in the Iron Octopus submission quite early on. Um, Luna manages to power out. She was in that submission for quite a while, actually, or at least it felt like quite a while. Yeah, um, she,
1: she kept like going back to it throughout the match, didn't she?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Luna manages to power out of this, um, but Ginny keeps up the momentum with some downward strikes and, and elbows and stuff like that. Once again, locks in the submission and once again, Luna powers out of it. Luna then hits two deadlift like side suplexes and then a vertical suplex in the corner for a two count. Both of them trace strikes in the middle of the ring. Luna hits a really heavy looking clothesline. Um, but before she can take advantage, Connors gets up on the apron and calls it a distraction. Um, Ginny then takes out Luna at the knee, hits a rolling Liger kick, and picks up the victory. Uh after yeah. the match, Ginny then attacks Luna, but Webster and Andrews come down to her aid. I felt like this was over a little bit quicker than maybe it should have been.
1: Yeah, I think they were given they gave a lot of time to Dennis and Coffee. Mm. I feel like maybe that might have run over a bit. Yeah. Um
0: and I liked just in this go a little longer because I a big advocate of Danny Loon. I think she's awesome. And yeah, I yeah. think she could have had a little bit of a better show in here.
1: Um, I think, yeah. I think she looked good though, to be fair. Like obviously mm. when the whole doll match was Ginny, like kind of trying to like use nefarious means to get, get ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And um, which she, I mean, her character work is always brilliant. Like she's, I know you, whenever we're to, like talking about the show before and you're always like, I can't stand it. Like I can't stand her,
0: but that—that's the she's, point. Look, like her character it's yeah. that good. One, she's a not, brilliant heel. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. I, on a, one of the most recent progress shows, she caught a babyface promo, on it, but it wasn't right.
0: Yeah, uh, no, none of that.
1: It, <laughs> I was, a, I was, I was vehemently against that. Like, um, <laughs> no, no babyface, Ginny. But yeah, it—it it seems like um, obviously Andrews and Webster are gonna tag with Luna against Ginny. I'm guessing maybe that. Um, she's going to get, like, another guy. Mm. So, else to like, join the faction. Yeah. But slowly but surely, getting a house of couture in, um, in uh, NXT, NXT, NXT UK. Was that, her,
0: that was a faction just, in progress? Was it, it was a
1: faction in progress, but it was made up of pretty much, like, most of the heels in the women's division. So, oh, it's okay. quite... It's an interesting take that she's gotten, like, got, like guys. Guys and,
0: as well. As well. well just um, guys at I mean, moment, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I think she might end up getting some women involved as well, but I'd, yeah, it, it'd be cool to see kind of like a this like heel faction that Ginny's mm. leading.
0: There um, aren't any factions bros. really, apart from Gallus. There yeah, are Gallus and, and there's like and the, the Hun.
1: Yeah, and you, you've got to assume that when Bottles fit, he'll probably end, come back into that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I suppose you've got Andrews, Webster, and Danny Luna as like a little group.
0: Mm, yeah, I guess so.
1: They've been like, they've been paired together as a group properly since Danny lost to Mako, haven't he? Which is yeah. about three or four weeks ago. Like every yeah, time yeah, we've yeah. seen them since they've been involved. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a huge roster anyway. Well, that,
0: that was the other thing. Just before you said that, I thought, actually, it's not that big a roster. You could make and, three um, or four factions and that would be most of the roster gone.
1: But there is Imperium as well. Um, mm. I know they're mainly on NXT at the moment, but obviously, like a lot of the promos have kind of alluded that they're going to be operating in both. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interestingly,
0: and I only re- I only realised this when I was watching this week's episode of NXT UK and NXT. Walter appears in the title sequence for both shows, mm-hmm. and to my knowledge, is the only person that does on any of the brands.
1: for For a little while, um, Mustache Mountain and GYB were in both. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm Pete Dunn. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, Dunn's gone to NXT, GYB's gone to NXT, mm-hmm. Mustache Mountain, I think it's a matter of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it, had a it, brief it feels, stint
0: there, didn't they? But I think just while yeah, they they've got this. Young. Yeah, while Waterman, they've still got this kind Waterman, of. One of the didn't he? Was it? Al's yes, course? boy. Uh, or Alba Hall. No, Royal Alba, Alba Hall. Alba Hall, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think while they're still in, in the midst of this. we keep calling it a reboot sort of thing, this soft reboot, post-pandemic-ish reboot, um, it feels like a sensible bet to at least keep them over here in the UK. But as you say, I think only a matter of time before they go over there.
1: Yeah, I mean, guys like uh, Mustache Mountain and um, to a lesser degree, well, I say to a lesser degree, to a a bit more of a, um, sort of because he's distance more or less of the degree vaults that are kind of like adding that legitimacy to nxt uk but they're also building up guys around them yeah. like i mean noam dar and Shah samuels felt like a more of a bigger deal after this match than he did going into it absolutely yeah yeah um <clears throat> yeah i agree yeah i'll be intrigued to see like who else he kind of can build up to that level now
0: well speaking of which uh we've got a debut next week from rohan Raja, um who yeah. has a little video package um, my question is, where are you from, pal? So he says so,
1: he's Sikh, British, I've, Australian, Canadian. I remember reading about him when he was signed and being like, Oh, now, that'll, that'll be an interesting one to talk about when, um, when they do get to it. So he was born in Crawley, right? But I think he moved either. He moved to Australia or he moved to Canada when he was young. Oh, no, he moved to Australia um, not Australia. Yeah, Australia, I think when he was right. younger. And then he went to Canada to train. He, I think he's got Canadian citizenship as well. Oh, I see. He's done a few bits in uh, Impact.
0: All right. okay.
1: Okay. Um, he was part of the Desi Hit Squad. Yeah. Worked on, he worked under the name Gassinda Singh. Um, and that, that was the name he pretty much worked in the Indies. Uh, looking at his cage match, he's done, he, he done, as I say, a lot of stuff in Impact as part of the Desi Hit Squad. Mm. And... Um, done a lot of work in um, in Canada as well and he was trained by uh, with old Lance Storm yes Lance Storm oh he, he also wrestled in Australia under the name Tony Cage oh okay he had a bit of a run there as well
0: um, okay yeah. interesting so he's debuting next week against Tayman, who then
1: has he's his fucked. own little, he's fucked, he's fucked isn't he, Tayman's Te- Te- gonna play snap silly games, off. win silly prizes. Tayman's a fucking lunatic. He's gonna like, <laughs> ev- every time it's like, oh, oh, wonder this. Po- this lad's gonna face some like, like uh, when Josh Model faced him the other week. Like, oh, Josh morrill has like, got a bit of an entrance here. Wonder who he's facing. Wonder if it's a bit of push. Oh no, it's Tayman. Never mind. No crunch. No. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> We're killing. Um, yeah, was oh, talking about the music playing Teoman's because it's like big, dirty dubstep as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No he's need like, for that in the middle of a promo.
1: A Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and with a guy like Teoman, who's, um, he, he's, he reminds me a bit of like Jake the Snake Roberts a bit with the way he yeah, talks. Yeah. Really calculated, very,
0: slow. And
1: he's very calm when he speaks and he's yeah. very quiet and you've got to listen to what he's everywhere. Yeah. and you hang on every word he says. And then for, for <laughs> that where he's, where he's like, ah, oh, I do everything for my family, and I die for my family, and I go boom, boom,
0: boom, 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 like whoa!
1: It's a bit of a, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it wouldn't hurt and if he lost in this match. I feel yeah. like they're gonna, if they're doing this with Rohan Raja, they're gonna try and make a big deal out of him. <laughs> but I'm excited to see that like this because it felt it felt as well like um, we we spoke with the, a few bits on NXT this week, feeling like a bit of a turning the page and like a new beginning for a lot of people and if yeah, it, yeah. it feels like a real new star for NXT UK this weekend mm. especially with like the teasing of like debuts and obviously Sam Gradwell getting a bit of a push uh, yeah. Daniel yeah. Lutner got like a decent showing against Ginny mm-hmm. uh, as well it, it feels like there's a lot more um, of a sort of like right turn yeah. away yeah. from what they were doing which is pretty cool yeah
0: I concur. Uh, so, lastly, we move into the main event of this week's episode, which is the reunited and first time ever wrestling in the BT Sports Studio era. They've not mentioned that once. Uh, Mustache Mountain uh, against the team of Shark. Trent Samuels said it three times Noanda. in his
1: fucking pro <laughs> <And laughs> Yeah. At the first time of the BT Sports Studio. I love Trent, though. You can't be mad at Trent. Can't be mad at Trent. Most man in wrestling. You'd be hard pushed. You'd be um, hard pushed
0: but, to find someone who dislikes Trent Seven.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of lovable people, actually, you did miss one thing out that happened Ooh. earlier. Oh, did I? Uh, just a little thing, mate. Uh, there was a little backstage segment with Sid Scarlett and Amir Jordan. Um, oh, so there was. I glossed. Yeah, I'm um, sorry.
0: Yeah, there was. It's
1: all right, mate. I've, ju- I've just realised when I looked at my notes. Then when, when we were talking about lovable, I was like, Amir Jordan's a lovable guy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, basically, Amir comes into ca- to, Scarla's office and says he wants his rematch and Scarla says um, Kenny Williams said they'll grant it but it's got to be no DQ. Loser leaves NXT UK. Oof. Um, now I don't know whether they're just like literally doing this beat for beat with like, well not beat for beat but almost beat for beat with what they did with Gargano and Chamber. or if this means maybe one's actually leaving or one, one of them are uh, Getting moved over to NXT, maybe possibly. If, if um,
0: any of them is getting moved over to NXT, it's Kenny. it's absolutely going to be Kenny.
1: Yeah, absolutely going to be Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not that's not a slice of a mirror. That's just Kenny, like with this heel character as well. He feels like a big deal. Yeah, but then at the same time, why would you move uh, someone who they've literally just made a big deal? Why straight would you away, to to, straight away to NXT. Yeah. Um yeah i mean it could, interesting it could, though it'll probably lead to um a mere losing and then doing everything he can to try and get back um yeah but yeah we'll see what happens with that he didn't say when that match was going to take place did he no nah. i reckon oh. it'll be in two weeks time
0: yeah they usually do i don't know they? they'll tease something can they be like in two weeks time it's never the following week yeah yeah we'll see though be good there are uh if you've not watched it Uh, their match last week uh, was excellent. Very, very good. Uh, I imagine we will get more of the same uh, when we get it in this No DQ Loser Leaves NXT UK. Uh, So yeah, as I say, onto the main event, uh, Mustache Mountain against Shah Samuels and Noam Dar. Uh, Bait and Dar start things off. Bait easily takes him down uh, with a headlock and a hip toss. Uh, Dar then punches Bait. I think he sort of Pokesy eyes, punches him, manages to create a bit of separation, which allows him to tag in Shah Samuels. Um, to the point where the ref's telling Dar to get out of the ring, and Samuels turns around to the ref and goes, Hush your gums, he's getting air. He's <laughs> so good. He kept, so he, much
1: pants. He kept calling the referee a mug as well, which was just fucking <laughs> brilliant. <Mag. laughs> I know what I'm doing, you mug. <laughs> I um,
0: guess as well. Yeah, yeah. That's what he says now when he gets in the ring. Oh, what and he's you, like, Grandad? What are you, granddad? Uh, Trent immediately tags in and then is overpowered. Um, down on the floor, Trent goes to grab his leg. Uh, Sammy just stomps on him and just goes, Mug! And it's just a recurring thing throughout the match. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, I Trent Reagan. Re-
1: get- we're probably getting Trent versus Shah in a singles match sooner, oh, or yeah. sooner rather yeah, than later. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And that will be fun when it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, Trent regains control uh, right away, hits a crossbody uh, and a s- slam. Um, tags in bait for some tandem offense, but gets a two count off that. uh Darn manages to tag back in. This was really, really back and forth. Like it was well hard to keep up for the first got five, six minutes. Just constant tags in and out. Um, Dar manages to tag back in, continues to beat down on bait. Bate goes for the airplane spin. Samuels makes a blind tag, comes in, just gut punches Bait, breaks up the spin. Um, Bait manages to regain control again in the match, tags in Trent, goes for the seven-star Lariat, but it's caught with a massive backbreaker by Samuels. Uh, the heels then start to dominate and isolate Trent, and this is kind of the pattern for the most part of the match the, until it goes into the finish.
1: Some of the heel work as well, because they were taut and tiled the whole time. Like that yeah. That's the thing. Like Mustache Mount is so, so, so good at building up the anticipation for the hot tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they do it in a different way in the sense that, obviously, normally, it's like the big guy on the apron and the mm. little guys in the ring getting shit-beaten out. Yeah, yeah, It's always prince who's the bigger guy, get yeah. beaten up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're feeling for him so much. And mm. he, obviously, they use the age gap between them as well as yeah, yeah. a really good storytelling tool. Um, And th- this was no different. Like, mm. by the time Tyler got the hot tag in this match, there was a few little spots in between that were sensational with yeah. like just just heel work yeah. Um, obviously one of them being the dargos for the tyler driver and he's yes. looking over tyler as he goes for oh, it mate. yeah Ooh. and tyler's getting more and more angry and but yeah <laughs> like that we, we were talking before about obviously uh moustache mountain in NXT if anyone hasn't seen for whatever reason um, moustache mountain versus undisputed era in NXT just on TV, where they lost the NXT tag titles. Yeah. Go and watch it. It's outstanding. Yeah. Um, yeah. The storytelling's incredible as well. Uh, also, from the, sorry, go on. I think it's the only match on NXT TV and, well, ju- by proxy, WWE TV in like about 10, 15 years that Melter gave five stars as well. Really? Mm. Wow. What the hell? It's a fantastic match.
0: Huh. The other match also that stands out was the one at Worlds Collide last year. It was them against DIY, against DIY, which was yeah, really, awesome. really good as well. Yeah. Big fan that's of that. Awesome, um, But yeah, back to the match. Um, the Hitlers then, like I say, start to dominate uh, and isolate Trent. At one point, Dar pulls like the, the mustache of Trent. Um, Dar then hits repeated kicks to Trent's back. Just as Trent starts to kind of fire up, Dar then takes him out of the knee. Um Trent has a cut on his head, which I only just noticed, but not too sure where that happened. But it didn't seem that bad enough that the ref needed to don the gloves, but just a little gash. Not sure where it came from. Um, Trent can't manage to find his way back into the match. The heels just continue to keep him browned. Um, As you picked up on a moment ago, Dar goes for the tire driver as he's kind of glaring over at bait. Trent manages to escape that. Both men then trade some more strikes in the middle of the ring and Dar once again goes to the lower leg Seven starts to make his comeback, hits a DDT to down Um, Dar, hits a suplex, and then eventually manages to make the hot tag into Bate, who just goes to work on both men.
1: As we him, that, into- um, that suplex spot was so, like, it was so smooth as well. Like, yeah. So in the build up, he goes for an ends of gear, he, he misses it. Dar then picks him up for a suplex, and t- Trent just, like, spins around and, like, nails him with a dragon suplex. It was just yeah. smooth as fucking bottom on It was yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah
0: big fan of that. Um, Yeah, gets Samuels up and over uh, for the suplex, uh, then gets a two-count off the standing moonsault. Uh, Mustache Mountain then hit uh, an assisted powerbomb where Trent lifted him up in that sort of seated position and then dumped him on top of Bate's shoulders for him to plant him down for the powerbomb. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Bate then gets a two-count off that. Bate goes for the springboard clothesline he does where he kind of bounces off that Top rope on his shoulders. Like a,
1: assist the dragon suplex, isn't it? Yeah, with like yeah. the clothesline. That's it.
0: Um, yeah, Trent's got Samuel's kind of held up in a, almost a four nails position in the middle of the ring, waiting for Bait to hit that springboard clothesline. Um, however, Samuel's manages to break out of that uh, and then catches Bait as he kind of comes and pops back up off the rope with a spinebuster. Samuels follows up with a slam for a two-count. I think it was a, a Michinoku driver, not a Falcon's arrow. <laughs> um, Trent then sends both men to the outside, hits a dive through the middle rope. Um, as he's bouncing off the rope, Bate makes the tag in, follows up with a crossbody over the top to two men. Uh, and then as we go into the very finish of the match, Trent gets Samuels up for the burning hammer. Uh, Bate hits off the Birmingham hammer.
1: The Birmingham hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant! Uh, so brilliant. good. Of course, uh, Trent balls at that. That's just. Of course he does. Of
0: course he does. I, I
1: love him so much. I love Trent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gets him up for the Birmingham hammer. Uh, Bait then comes out of the top rope with the knee uh, to kind of finish off that manoeuvre, and they pick up the victory. A great match. Super oh, fun. Really good storytelling. It was really good great. to
1: see Mustache Mountain back as well. It was. Um,
0: Didn't realise how much oh, I missed them until until I watched this match.
1: Yeah, all, all I want now is for Mustache Mountain, uh, Tyler to not win the Heritage Cup. So Mustache Mountain can go after the uh, tag title. titles. Yeah. And just have, have a nice long feud. Mustache Mountain, pretty deadly, please. That'd be awesome.
0: That would be awesome. That would be really, really, really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Imagine Trent selling where they're just doing horrible things to him.
0: Oh, <laughs> yes, mate.
1: <laughs> they're just stamping on his
0: He's Like, please, Tyler, stop. <laughs> If, if you're listening and you didn't know, we're big, big fans of Trent Seven.
1: I I think Trent's in my top 10 wrestlers at the moment. I like, would agree. Easily. Like yeah, I, I'd, I'd go as far as saying he's probably in my top five, actually. Yeah. He's just so good. Yeah. And the thing is as well, like, which is really upsetting about it, is like he's obviously in his 40s now, so he's not got that much time to be able to perform at this level left. Yeah, yeah. And not to, not to kind of like, not to kind of shit on NXT UK, but he, he could be like on the main roster, the main event pitcher. Yeah, he, they could. He, he yeah. literally is that likeable. He could probably be their top babyface right now. Yeah, yeah. And they've got him like doing bits and bobs on NXT UK. It's so disappointing, but...
0: He's winning the NXT UK Championship before he goes. That's happening. If they don't, I, then it's an absolute I would travesty. Love,
1: I would love it if he'd Walter. Oh... There's, 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 his, there's history there as well. Mm. There's history from progress where him and Valtz had like a big feud over the Atlas title. Oof. That'd be fun.
0: Anyway, yeah. that's NXT UK. Oh. A great oh. episode. An absolute banger of a tag team match to finish on. Uh, as we say, Mustache Mountain coming back together again. So good to see them. Um, and yeah, really fun episode. Uh, what were your highs and lows?
1: Um, my high was the main event. It was it was so fun. Yeah. Um, I, I love. I just love Mustafa Mountain. They're just excellent. It's always. Ha- I'm always happy to see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, my low was the thing I kind of mentioned before about the entrance music behind promos yeah, was, was fair a little bit distracting for me. It's me. It, again, it's me nitpicking, but it, it's just a little bit much. Like espe- especially when it's like sometimes drowning out the person talking. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to turn up your TV to kind of like be able to listen to the person talking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's just a nitpick. It was it was a really good show. Yeah. Um what about you?
0: Uh yeah, agreed. Highlight uh tag team match, Masash mountain Um as I say, really, really good to see him back. Um that just fucking superb. This is really fun. And it also made, as you said, I think at the start, like Samuels and Dar feel a probably a bigger deal than maybe they were going into it um and they're so fun to watch their dynamics really really good samuels is h- hilarious <clears throat> excuse me i, I, I love the giving
1: the i love that they're giving Shaw like a big spotlight as well because he's he is so entertaining yeah yeah he's, su- really, he's such really a scumbag is. but you've got to you, you just enjoy him because he's like because he's such a scumbag yeah 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 <laughs> great um
0: yes yeah, so that's my highlight um my low point would be uh, Danny Luna and Ginny. Um, I just want Danny Luna to win. I also thought that match could have, I would have liked that match to go a little bit longer, but as you say, could have been the one before that kind of went over a bit, which cut that short. Um, but yeah, only a little low point from me. It wasn't like it was terrible. I just wanted it to go a little bit longer, and I just wanted yeah. to see Danny Luna pick up a win.
1: I, I felt like, I felt like, um... Ginny and Danny Luna like were getting on the on the verge of like a really good match as well yeah like yeah. The, the back and forth and all that was really fun um mm. it just kind of, it was just kind of like an abrupt ending yeah yeah yeah
0: um so yeah that's our uh our highs and lows from this week's episode uh thanks for checking us out um before we go let them know where they can get their beard and beer needs from.
1: So if you go to thatchface.com, use the code Troy XL85 at, ch- at checkout, uh, you get 20% off all your beard needs. Um, they do a variety of uh, combs, brushes, uh, balms, oils. Uh, I think they've got some apparel as well, haven't they, Troy? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, some and- t-shirts, some hats. Uh, I think they've got some wash bags as well.
1: Yeah. Um, and tw- uh, as I say, you get 20% off also uh, by using the code TROYXL85 at the checkout. Also a portion of the proceeds goes towards Testicular Cancer UK, really good charity, uh, really good cause as well. Um, and f- as for your beer, at time recording, obviously it's Friday, so you probably won't get it for this weekend. But if you go to topropebrewing.com, they've got some new beers coming out um, this Monday. And, um, if you give me two seconds, I'll get it up on my phone, but they are. Um, yeah, so they've got um, – obviously, it's brewed by our very own Big Tasty Ben Jackson. Um, all wrestling-themed beers. So for this week, they've got um, – coming out, they've got Papa Mango, which is a mango pale ale, um, Hall of Pano Chocolat, which is a chocolate stout, um, the Citra, which is a citra IPA, and Coldstone Cream Austin, lemon cheesecake ice cream pale ale Ooh. um they also have uh on this day and head of the table which are two other ipas um women's revolution which is a cherry kiwi sour as well as a vast array vast array of um apparel and um, glassware face masks and uh, also they've they do like mini kegs um cans then if you're local in liverpool you can get local delivery and um go to the brew or go to the brewery to pick it up. Um, otherwise, uh, I think Monday to Thursday they do next day delivery nationwide. Uh, but yeah, some very, very tasty beers. I'm gonna have some of them tonight. Not yes, those one list, but some beer. Same.
0: <laughs> the sun's out. I'm gonna get out in the garden and grab one in a bit. Um Social media, if you don't already follow us on all social media, please give us a follow and a like and a share and a subscribe and all of that good stuff. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube uh, at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. You can view a lot of our previous uh, watch-alongs, our special episodes, our getting-to-know-you episodes, as well as keeping up-to-date uh, with varying bits, various bits of bobs we put on there. Um, if you're into your gaming... And also, you can see our watch alongs on this as well. Uh, you can follow us on Twitch at Untitled Rest Pod. Uh, we game every Saturday. We'll be trying out a couple of new ones this coming Saturday. If you'd like to get involved with those, we always have uh, an open invite um, and welcome anyone to join us. And if you'd like to do that, you can join our Discord channel, which is at Untitled Rest Pod also. Even if you're not into wrestling, if you're into comic books, uh, music, uh, anything. You can come Talk on. about
1: that. beer a lot, obviously, with <laughs> lot of beer chat.
0: A lot of beer chat. <laughs> with
1: big tasties here. Brewery.
0: <laughs> you can jump on to, uh, to Discord, chat about everything and anything. You can also get uh, up to date news uh, on all things wrestling. Uh, we've got various little channels and servers on there. Um, and finally, uh, follow us on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod, where, again, lots of updates, lots of funny stuff, uh, and just, yeah. Give us a follow, all that social media. Drop us a like, drop us a follow, share the love. Um, Yeah, but thanks again. Uh, I've been Troy, joined by Jay. Uh, This has been NXT UK. Uh, We are the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and we'll see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast house, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast house.